You are listening to highlights from the Creative Process and One Planet Podcasts interview with Master Shi Heng Yi. This podcast is supported by the Jan Michalski Foundation. I got to understand the European mentality. I got to understand the way of thinking and also the things that are driving the people on in this society nowadays. And at the same time, I was learning about all these ancient traditions and these ancient methods that are supposed to, first of all, develop you mentally, but also physically. And after spending so many years with these type of practices, I just felt for myself that I feel healthy. I feel vital. Yeah, my mind is balanced. I really don't have too many issues that I would say. And therefore I thought, okay, that might all of this might really come from the constant and regular practice that I was spending my time on. And seeing also my students or also my friends that grew up with me in my closer surroundings, I also realized that uh, they have quite a lot of issues that um, I, in a way, didn't have. And so my, the process started that I was observing more. So why, why would it be like this? Or why, what could be the cause for many of these people to get out of, uh, to get out of balance so quickly? And then also not being able to recover themselves so fast anymore. And this was then the point where I said, okay, the chances are very, very high that this is the result of the constant practice of on the one side learning about the way of life, what the Shaolin Temple offers, and also together, and this is now very, very important, it is the practices. It is the practices, so meaning it is the doing part of all of these Shaolin arts. And of course, every tradition, every school, every monastery on the one side has theoretical knowledge that it uh, tries to share. But exactly this idea of theoretical knowledge or that you are, that you can live this life just by reading books and trying to collect more information, collecting more knowledge, it is an important part, but it is in the most, in the, in the best case, this is only half of it or 50%. And the nice saying is that the way how this life is expressing itself to you and the way how you are perceiving this lifetime is not based only on what you intellectually know and what you have intellectually understood but it is especially what have you put into practice from what you know, which means ultimately it's always the action, only the action is starting to change your life. Yeah, and so this was actually the initial starting point where I said it makes sense to bring all this knowledge that the Shaolin Temple 
is able to offer, just bring this to a wider audience and especially also to try and translate these ancient teachings which are, uh, are originating from Asia, to also translate them into a language that European people understand. Because this is also important. Sometimes the teachings are, are defined or are using some pictures that are working for certain cultural identities or certain cultural backgrounds that are living in this type of thinking. But when you are trying to export something like this, then it's also important to find that balance and translate it into a language that people understand. And this was the main goal, why a few people decided that, yes, let's start, build up this organization, let's make it available for more people. So quite funnily, many people address me as master, but um, normally this is how people are addressing me. And I mentioned it before, mastery is just the beginning. So it's, it's not like that mastery or to be a master, what we call it nowadays is something that is the end goal. Why sometimes in these traditions we are calling other people or we are defining other people as masters is because after watching them living their life for quite some time you can see how such a person behaves you can see how such a person is like doing his work you can see how such a person is treating other people and also how such a person is treating himself and all of these things together, they bring up this image, this idea that there is some type of control that this person has taken over his own life. So when we say, yes, he is now a master, then it only means that after observing this person for such a long time, this person has some qualities that from this day on now, he still needs to cultivate into the future and use these different principles like being determined, like staying disciplined, like when you say something, afterwards you also must do what you say. When you start a practice, then you go through this practice not because, and not only if you're in the mood to do these things, no, because you have understood that if you want to develop something inside of your lifetime, it doesn't matter now if it is something physical or if it is something mental. In order to make something grow, you need to nourish it. And if you want to become a good martial artist, if you want to become skillful in what you are practicing there, then it means you need to train every day you need to have a structure you need to have um, a system you need to have the proper methods and then you need to have this persistence to stay with one thing no matter what and this is a type of quality that normally what we call a master is expressing but now all of this was just in regards to the field of the martial arts 
what the Shaolin Temple is very famous for. But after you have expressed that you are able to discipline yourself and also attain certain skills with the body, now if you want to go out then do something else and become good in, in any other area, the principle how to reach that goal is the same. And this is actually what this mastership and this mastery refers to. And now I think since this last TEDx talk, which was, in two, which was two years ago or something like this, yeah, that was like the first time I somehow introduced this word self-mastery. And what I want to express with that is simply this. If you would ask any person in this world to take a choice between two different ways of life. On the one way, you are living a very, very pleasant life. You like what you do. You like to wake up. You like to live this life, actually, because you're considering it as a pleasant life. Or the second choice would be you wake up, you don't want to wake up, uh, you, you wake up and already you feel like this day, you just want to stay in bed, so you find no pleasure in life. You only are sad, you're only angry, you're only having stress the whole day long. So between those two options now, which of these would you choose? And it is my assumption, even if we are not supposed to take too many assumptions, but the answer would be very, very clear that actually 8 billion people that we have at the moment in this world, I'm pretty sure if they are clear minded, they would all take the same decision, of course, to have this pleasant life. So to make it short, what does it mean? It means that 8 billion humans at the moment, they know if you ask them, what do you want? they know what they want. Well, so when I was born, I was not born in the way that uh, I was not born as a monk, let's say. I was also not born as a master. And I was not born to be somebody serious. And I was also not born to only be somebody uh, who's making jokes all the time. So there are many different faces that a human can take in this lifetime. And ultimately, if somebody is saying he's on a spiritual journey or whatever journey he's on, but if you take yourself and you take, um, yeah, if you take yourself too seriously, then somewhere along this line, I think you're missing the point. Yeah, which means that Yes, structure somewhere is important and to be disciplined is somewhere it's important, but it only serves a purpose. To have a structure just because of structure, no, that doesn't make sense. To have rules just to live for the rules, no, that doesn't make sense. So sometimes we're expressing this as yin and yang. You need to have the balance. And on the one side, we have the freedom on the other side, you have the restrictions. And it is up to you now to find a way for yourself. 
what type of perspective towards life do you have and can you put yourself in that is incorporating both of these aspects so it's not about only life is not just only about freedom at the same time life is also not only about restricting yourself and only doing serious things it is the balance of those two and especially your own individual way of perception how can you find a way that all of these things can exist in your worldview without um, bringing you out of balance and this can only mean that sometimes you're funny sometimes you're not funny yeah? sometimes you're deadly serious but there is yeah things are changing and so sometimes it's the right time to be funny and sometimes it's the wrong time to be funny sometimes it is necessary for serious talking and sometimes it's necessary just to be a little bit more at ease and don't push too hard on things so it is about your sense of what what can be your contribution at this moment to remain in balance. We hope you've enjoyed listening to these highlights. To listen to the latest episodes or to learn more about participating in exhibitions or interviews, click on subscribe. Thank you for listening.